From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, April 5th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. For the first time in history, a former U.S. president appeared in court as a criminal defendant yesterday. Donald Trump surrendered in New York on charges related to hush money payments at the height of the 2016 presidential election. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. Catch and kill scheme. That is a scheme to buy and suppress negative information to help Mr. Trump's chance of winning the election. The former president pleaded not guilty to 34 felony charges, then made a defiant speech at Mar-a-Lago last night. This fake case was brought only to interfere with the upcoming 2024 election, and it should be dropped immediately. He's due back in court in December, but his lawyers asked that he be excused from attending that hearing in person because of the extraordinary security required to have him show up. In Toledo, the chair of the Lucas County Republican Party, Chris Joseph, reacted to yesterday's indictment. ONN's Michael Sandlin has more. Even Republican defenders admit it's outside the usual realm of politics. The indictment of a former president charged with using campaign funds as hush money payments to a former porn star. Of course you shouldn't be screwing around your wife or your spouse. I got that. But that's not the point. Rather, the point being, the emerging Republican theory that the charges against the former president have been as a form of political attack. I heard reports the Democrats were trying to push this so he wouldn't run for office. I hope that's not true. A theory Democrats adamantly refute. I'm Michael Sandlin. Many parts of Ohio are bracing for possibly severe weather today, with thunderstorms, high winds, and the possibility of tornadoes. At least five twisters have been confirmed since Saturday across the state. All classes were canceled yesterday in the West Geauga School District, east of Cleveland, after an 18-year-old high school student was arrested for bringing a gun to school on Monday and rumors of a threat circulated. Many parents are upset with how the situation was handled, even expressing their feelings at a school board meeting on Monday night. A student found a bullet halfway through first period. He alerted the resource officer and the office staff, as he was supposed to do. My student was then sent back to the class and informed his teacher why he was gone for so long, in which the entire class, including the student with the gun, overheard, making my child the target. My son was then pulled back out of class again to answer more questions and then again sent back to class. The shelter in place did not occur until halfway through third period, almost two complete periods later. That's a parent identified as April Orlowski. The Chester Township Police Department says the gun was secured by the school resource officer and West Geauga Superintendent Richard Marquardt said in a statement that the situation was handled swiftly by administrators. Police are continuing to investigate. Police in Columbus have responded to five homicides in just two days, including one at a condo complex in the western suburb of Hilliard on Monday morning. ONN's Lacey Crisp has new details on that investigation. Columbus police tell us they actually found two people deceased in separate condos. Now, well, CPD initially said that 24-year-old Jacob Stratton had been shot and killed. CPD is now saying they don't know for sure if that's the case. While searching the suspect's residence, which is the condo next door, Columbus police found another man, a 25-year-old deceased. The police are not saying how that man was killed. This makes five homicides in a 48-hour period in the city. Lacey Crisp in Columbus. An underage driver was hospitalized following a high-speed chase that resulted in a crash early Tuesday in Maumee, outside of Toledo. 
ONN's Melissa Andrews reports. The 14-year-old crashed into a ditch at the Hidden Cedars Apartments in Maumee. Lucas County Sheriff's deputies tell us they chased the teen throughout the area before he lost control and slammed into the ditch on Garden and Holland, Sylvania. He was taken to the hospital for a checkup. It's not clear what started that chase. I'm Melissa Andrews. A dangerous and deadly fungus is spreading fast in Ohio. ONN's Clay Gordon explains. Candida auris, also called C. auris, is a drug-resistant fungal infection that spreads easily in hospitals and nursing homes. We first reported this two weeks ago, showing up in Ohio with 79 cases. New information from the Ohio Department of Health shows now 416 cases in the state, with more than half in Hamilton County in the Cincinnati area. I'm Clay Gordon. An arrest has been made in a series of incidents involving people posing as Cleveland police officers who pull over drivers and rob them at gunpoint. ONN's Isabel Lawrence has the story. Cleveland police on the west side of the city spotted a car believed to have been involved in a police impersonation incident from Sunday. They then followed the car to Worley Avenue. The U.S. Marshals Task Force then arrested him. I'm told the woman and children were also inside that car. Now police say the driver was arrested for an outstanding felony drug warrant and tampering with evidence. Other charges are being investigated. I'm Isabel Lawrence. A slow-moving train carrying gravel derailed in southwest Ohio yesterday afternoon. More on this from ONN's Dave James. The Brown County Sheriff's Office reports the train was carrying 390 tons of gravel and nothing else. It happened near Sardinia, about 45 miles east of Cincinnati. Fire and police units responded and found two Cincinnati Eastern Railroad train cars loaded with gravel off the tracks on their side and two other cars off the tracks. Cincinnati Eastern is a short-line railroad that operates along a 70-mile span from Cincinnati to Peebles in Adams County. Dave James, I went in news. Two Ohio police departments are mourning the deaths of their police canines, one to the east of Columbus and the other in southern Ohio. ONN's Angela Ann reports. Heath police say Havoc served the city since 2012. The canine had a serious medical incident before the weekend and had to be put down. Havoc was trained to sniff out evidence and also criminals. The Pike County Sheriff's Office says its search and rescue canine died this week. His trainer says Finn's favorite reward, though, for always doing his job was a hot dog. Finn served the people of Pike County for the past four years. I'm Angela Ann. And early voting is underway for Ohio's May 2nd primary election. And a controversial new voter ID requirement is about to take effect. ONN's Andrew Kinsey has more with Ohio's Secretary of State. Voters must have a state-issued photo ID and no longer have the option to use bank statements or bills as proof of address. The change has been criticized for its impact on low-income Ohioans. We talked to the Ohio Secretary of State, Frank LaRose. A couple things. First, if you don't have one of those IDs, you really should. It's, it's part of modern life, uh, accessing government benefits, getting into government buildings, requires an ID, getting on an airplane, buying certain age-restricted products, of course. So you can now get an ID for free once the law takes effect here uh, at the end of, uh, of this week. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Ohioans 17 and older who do not have a driver's license can now get a free photo ID at the BMV. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.